and welcome to the very first podcast for sons and daughters. Woo! Yeah. Woo! All right. Well, hey, I'm your host. I'm Arden Bevere, and I'm joined today with my brother Addison Bevere. Hey, hey. His beautiful wife Julie. Hey, guys. And my good friend Brooke Herzog. What's up? So we felt like since this is the first podcast that we should talk about what Sons and Daughters is for those of you guys who don't know, and then why we started a podcast. Uh, and so Sons and Daughters was really uh, it's a ministry that we've had for about a year, and it's something that was really placed on my heart. Uh, you know, when I was going through school and, and growing up, I used to stay up late with my friends and we would dream about all of these things that God would do through us. And we would dream big knowing because we had a big God that we would be able to do them. But yet when we kind of went through life and the reality of life as we graduated high school and the reality of the world kind of hit us, we lost that sense of dreaming and we lost that sense of adventure. And I love the word adventure because I really felt like uh, this kind of encompassed our walk with God. And the definition for adventure is unusual, typically hazardous, and exciting experience. And that's what our walk with God is supposed to be. It's supposed to be unusual. It's supposed to be typically hazardous. The Bible says you will go through uh, tribulation, and it's supposed to be exciting. And so I started seeing my friends where they just stopped, they stopped dreaming. They lost this sense of wonder and adventure in their life. And so what we did is we set up this ministry where our parents have spoken into us for 30-plus years uh, these truths, these Word of God truths that are in our lives, but we uh, wanted to position these truths and take these things that our parents have taught us, and we wanted to take them and instill into a generation these truths, but also this sense of adventure back with their walk with God because it's not supposed to be boring. Yeah, and just as we are all on our own individual walks, we want to give you the different things that we have been given and are continuing to get and just do this alongside. You know, they say true change happens in the context of community. And so that's what I love about this podcast, it being another avenue of community within the sons and daughters. Yeah, and it's and it's not just for people who are what we call younger or for what we label as in our generation. It's really anyone who wants to get a bird's eye view into what young people are thinking, what's important topics to us, what what are our opinions on things, how how do we process the world? Yeah, and that and that's really why we're doing this podcast is because we're doing this podcast. It's not just some, you know, we're not going to just be dressing just the typical walks with faith or things like that. We do videos through our YouTube channel uh, where we do individual topics. You know, we do things on relationships, intimacy with God, faith, uh, renewing your mind, different things. But with, with this podcast, we really wanted to hone in on culturally relevant topics things that your everyday walk that you might have questions on. And we wanted to hone in and talk about those things. Yeah, and it is about the walk. It's about the journey. You know, recently a study came out that said um, millennials and kids of Generation Z have become more obsessed, obsessed with perfection than ever before. Yeah. So it's not this arrival point of I've, I've arrived, I'm a son or I'm a daughter. It's this journeying towards that. And that's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and I love the idea of it being hazardous. Mm -hmm. The reality is, like, this whole life in Christ that we're invited into, it, it involves some scary things. It involves death to self, which is the scariest thing. And I think the reality is people are looking for something bigger than what they've seen. And that's why there is a, a sense of frustration and a sense of, like, I know there's more to life than what I've seen because people know that they were made to be sons and daughters. Like, that is where we find fulfillment. That is where we find the life that we've been looking for. And so hopefully this will give people new context and new conversation for what it means to step into everything that God has for us. Yeah. And, yeah, and so with this first podcast, we really want to uh, share about something that we've been working on. You know, over the 
past year, for the past eight months we've been planning this, but the past year, you know, we've really just noticed that uh, the world's been lacking, uh, not sons and daughters of God, but honestly, sons and daughters that are rising up into what it means to be a son or a daughter of God. And we've seen this happening where we just feel like a generation uh, is not stepping into that fullness. And so we created something uh, that we call Rise. And I want to I talk about that for uh, most of the time on the podcast today. Yeah, and something that I've that I've personally observed, whether it's through my siblings, my friends, other people my age, is even people in general, people yearn for this, is that everyone wants to fight something and everyone wants to fight for something. Everybody wants a cause to grab hold of. They want to be joined with people. They want that community. They want to have something that they are trying to almost destroy and something they're trying to build up. And we're actually supposed to be wired that way. And um, it's no secret that we look around and we see a problem. You know, we see something and that's why we created Rise. You know, we see there's hopelessness, there's depression, there's a rise in anxiety, there's people who don't know what they're called to do, so they feel like, you know, I must not be called to do anything. They don't believe they have a cause, and so that they don't even want to rise into, into becoming anything. Well, there's a statistic. American College Health Association says that 62% of undergrad students, 62% of the people coming out of college and entering the real world, they struggle with significant anxiety, hmm. 62%. And, and I think it is caused by this tension. Like there is something more. There is something bigger that I'm supposed to fight, that I'm yeah. supposed to be a part of. And I need to be a part of this uprising, but I don't know where to look. I don't, I don't know where to go. Yeah. And the answers, the pat answers, the real easy answers that they've been spoon fed their entire lives, they're questioning. They're like, there has to be more than what people are saying because I long for something more than what I've seen and what I've heard. Oh, and it's not just that they're questioning it. I mean, the suicide rates between... Girls ages 15 to 19 have doubled over the last 10 years. For boys, it's it's risen 30%. So these are real life and death matters that we're talking about here today. Yeah. Yeah, so Ad, I would love it if you kind of just started breaking down and kind of showing the heart behind uh, this whole Rise uh, covenant that we're doing. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think people can find something to live for until they find something to die for. And the reality is like, we are called to be sons and daughters of God. But what does that look like for our lives? What does that actually mean for us? And so what we've done as a team is we've created this idea of covenant Mm -hmm. because God always works through covenant. If you see back in Genesis 12, he made a covenant with Abraham that he would make a family out of Abraham. And ultimately that family would reach into all the families of the world and bless the nations. And because of that covenant, because of that promise, we are now sons and daughters of God. And so we love the idea of a rise covenant Mm -hmm. because a covenant is an agreement that you make with God about someone else. So when Julie and I, when we got married, we made a covenant with God about the other person. A contract, which is unfortunately how marriages are normally treated now, is something that could be broken. It's just between two people. But a covenant is so much bigger because it reaches into something that's bigger than just the dynamic between two people. And so that's what God does. He makes a covenant with us that is bigger than our present struggles. It is bigger than our present failures. It reaches into our future. It honestly reaches into our past and it animates the present. And so we want to, to give language to what it means to be people of a covenant. And so we came up with seven statements, seven I am statements, because what it is, is we have to realize who we are. It's an identity issue at its core. And so we're giving people language that will help them speak 
God's word over their lives and see themselves the way God sees them. Because I know there's a lot of people out there. Maybe it's your parents or your teachers or your friends. They've spoken things over you, things that are very contrary to how God sees you and what he has spoken over you. And so we want to give you new language that you can personalize and use and say, no, this is who I am as a son or daughter of God. This is what it means to be the children of God. Yeah, and I love, um, you know, the whole point behind this. And if you've seen any of our marketing behind it, we've always put up a crown. And the reason why we did a crown, and if you actually look, Addison mentioned this again earlier, which is why we actually did it in the beginning, but I kind of forgot. But if you look, there are seven sides, seven seven drawings. Seven lines. Saying, seven lines the yeah. on the crown, which represent the seven I am statements. And so we did this crown because... Uh, really, we were in a meeting and we were talking about, well, what is this? Like when we are calling a generation to live at a higher way of being, a higher standard for say, what is it? Like, how, how does this supposed to look like? And we kind of started thinking about, well, we're royalty. You know, as sons and daughters of God, we are princes and princesses of God. And when we were kids, you know, our parents used to yell at us, be like, you don't do that. You're a prince of God kind of thing. And we always didn't understand it. But when we grew up, we started walking in that identity. And, and so when we're looking at being a prince or a princess, you have to be sworn to the laws of the land. You have to be uh, honed into it. And so, but it's so, it's so much bigger though than a law. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because a law sounds confining. Yeah, that's very true. So the whole idea of these statements is they're liberating. Mm -hmm. They're statements for empowerment. We've been given entrustment. We've been given responsibility. God has invited us to the table of this incredible mission to reach the entire world with the good news of the gospel. Like we are sons and daughters. We are co-heirs in Christ. And so these are statements that position us for authority. They don't limit us. They position us for authority and they position us to be empowered, to be equipped and to go out and to model something that's very different than what the world sees modeled. Yeah. yeah. And the opportunity to take a part of the covenant, because it's not simply about you. It's your piece to this puzzle. And really what it is, is as you enter in and as you give a part of yourself, as you commit, as you say, yes, that is who I'm called to be. And that is who I'm dedicated to becoming. You become a piece of a whole and then you, you grow and you flourish. And really the the mathematics behind it don't make sense mm -hmm. because you get so much more than you give so much more than you even have to give. And it just grows and grows. And it's, um, it's this wildfire. It's this, it's what creation has been yearning for, for yeah. us to take our stance as sons and daughters. And, and we know, like, we know we need revival. We know we need to see something different, but the reality is we can't see revival until we have a reformation, until we change the way we see this world. And that starts with how we see ourselves. We have to start seeing ourselves differently because when we see ourselves differently, we start to feel differently. And when we feel differently, we do things that are different. We, yeah, start, it, we start to model that difference that we're supposed to be. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it will. it's not even that we want people to rise and we want them to, we need them to. We need you all to rise into who you're called to become because then we all rise together and it calls those around you to rise. It's not just about your, you individually. It's about, it's about revival. It's about what God wants to do on the earth. And, and if we don't rise, the people around us won't rise. It's, it's really almost this, this ripple effect. So while these statements are very personal and individual, the reality is they reflect the gospel message, which is anything that God does in you or for you is for something he's going to do through you. Mm -hmm. So the, the fact that we are these things, the fact that we are sons and daughters doesn't mean that we have this just so we can not feel bad about ourselves or no, we're going to go to heaven one day or whatever. It's we have these statements. We have this identity because we have a mission right now on this earth 
to reveal God's goodness, His ways to the people in our world who are looking for something that is greater than what they've known. Yeah, and, and I love that whole, like, it's it's you. And, and that's the thing, is what we're trying to do with these rise statements is we're trying to, we're, like, the whole sons and daughters name. Sons and daughters, it was not created saying we're the sons and daughters. Sons and daughters is everyone. It, it is the whole collective. And honestly, we need every single one of you to rise up into these statements. Just, just as the as we're talking about with royalty, it's not you're coming under these statements and you're, you're being confined. You're actually being empowered. Because if you don't come under these statements, statements, then it, it, you're not getting the benefits of ruling a kingdom. So these statements are there for you in order for you to help rule your kingdom. And so we need you to step up and rise up into these statements. So the first statement, and I love every single one of these, we worked really hard, uh, but the first statement is, I am called. So I live each day with purpose. And I love this whole idea. It's understanding we've all heard like, yeah, you're called. But when we fully understand I am called, you live every single day looking for the opportunities to make an impact, that every single day there is purpose. You don't have just a day that you go through where it's just mundane, you're just going through the motions. There is purpose behind every single well, day. E even in the mundane, there's purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like every moment is full of potential. It's, yeah. it's full of purpose. Yeah. And, and that's, that's because God designed us on purpose for a purpose. Yeah, and I am loved, so I love without reservation is the second of our seven I am statements. And that love is not just something that you grasp and wrap around you like a warm blanket. It's given to you so that you can mm -hmm. give, so that you can show, you can show the world really, mm -hmm. that our concept, that our idea of love is so limited. And we have to open ourselves up to a greater understanding, a greater entrustment of the love that God talks about. And then we give it. I mean, the, yeah. you know, it says... Um, it's a love that dispels fear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the third statement is, I am holy, so I stand out from the crowd. And, and holy, it's not a, a concept we hear talked about much. And when we do use that, that term, it normally is associated with like rules and things that we do and we don't do. But the reality is holiness simply means to be God's. It means to be a reflection of his, to reveal his ways, his wonder to our world. And so I love that the third statement is, I am holy, so I stand out from the crowd. Yeah, and we all want to like stand out from the crowd. We all want to be different. But I love this idea of holiness is the separation, where it's not this legalistic of you like, oh, I'm better than you, or I'm standing up on a platform. But it's because the way that you live, the light that shines from you, the light coming from you is so bright that you stand out from anyone else. And the fourth one is I'm creative. So I use my talents to reflect God's glory. And for this one, it's important to see that it's not just confined to people who are creative in the aspect of like painting or drawing and things like that, but it's using your talents, whatever it might be, whether, whether it's math, whether it's engineering, whether it's all these different things, we all have different talents we're equipped with and we're called to use them to reflect God's glory because he's creative. He is the creator. And so we all have that within us. Yeah. I love Alec did a whole video on this and I love it because he just talks about how God is creative and you are made in the image of God. So creation and creativity flows through you, but it might not look like how society says it, but you are creative. Yeah. And then I am righteous. So I fight for justice. And this was actually my I am video that I love digging deeper into because righteous in my mind had always been associated with self-righteous, mm. which is in fact the exact opposite of the righteousness that comes and empowers you to use it as a weapon to fight for justice, to have eyes to even see injustice in our world. And the and next one is, number six is, I am secure, so I live a, from a place of peace. 
And I love this idea. Peace isn't having all the answers. We think that if we have all the answers, we'll be at rest, we'll be at peace. But it's being in tune with the one who has all the answers, being in tune with the one who has that perspective. And when you know, when you know who you belong to, when you're secure in who you are, when you're secure in your circumstance, not because of your circumstance, but because of who's over it, then you're going to have peace. Yeah. And the last one is I am confident. So I chase radical humility. And I love this one because it's understanding that God needs us to be confident, but it's not being confident in yourself. It's being confident in the God who created you. And I love the second part of this, of I chase radical humility. First we said, so I embrace radical humility, but we changed it because we felt like you have to constantly chase humility. You can't ever be like, oh, I got there. Like that's, that's not humility. It's something every single day you have to remind yourself. I'm going to chase after humility. I'm going to chase after this thing. Because it's no small thing to be a son or daughter of God. Mm -mm. And the reality is in the kingdom of God, he gives us status for the sake of service, not status to bolster our sense of significance. And so this idea of who we are as sons and daughters of God, it's very significant. Mm -hmm. And it's significant for a reason. It's significant for service. And like Jesus, he was the greatest of all, but he humbled himself and became the servant of all. Yeah. And that's the idea that we as sons and daughters, we have to follow. We have to follow that model of radical humility. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So with all of these seven statements, what we are doing is that on Wednesday, you will see uh, this whole thing being launched. You'll see this uh, ability for you to be able to go to the website and we want you to sign the Rise Covenant. So what you are doing is you're going to be signing this online saying, I am going to live by this higher way of being. I'm going to no longer uh, take societal norms, but I'm going to step in the fullness of what God is calling me to. I'm going to sign it. And, and we're all signing it. Every single one of us on our team, we're all signing it. And I want to, and I want to encourage you and I want to invite you to sign it with us and live with purpose. Yeah, and sign and share. Share with your friends. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, like, here, here's the thing. Just as we said, like, it's not just us. We have to get this word out. We need the sons and daughters to step up. And so we would love it if you guys signed this. You shared it with your friends, shared it with your networks. We need to get the word out so that the generation that we see on earth right now rises up to the full calling that God has called them to be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the launch of our podcast You know, if you rate this, if you review this, that's one of the best ways that you can help us get this word out and let us know your thoughts. We want to hear your questions, things that you would want to hear from, from us. I mean, you know, this is for you guys. We're here. We're with you. So let us know. Yeah. And please uh, leave us feedback and and please share it, share, share this podcast with your friends. You know, it's brand new. So share it with your friends. We love you guys. Uh, Please. uh, We're going to be releasing. There's another podcast that's releasing today. So tune into that one too. It's all about goals and starting your new year off. Right.